Welcome back, everyone, to our 18th episode of But Why Though, a philosophy-themed comedy podcast with comedian Josh Carter and philosopher Nancy Lopez. And today we're going to be talking about philosophy of religion. And we have a really great guest, one of my favorite comedians, Kurt Metzger. Uh, he's written for Inside Amy Schumer, Sasha Baron Cohen's show and Showtime, Who is America?, uh, he also has a really great comedy special. You should definitely check it out. It's called White Precious. It's on Comedy Central. I think you can watch it on Amazon Prime. And he also hosts a podcast called Can't Get Right. Anyway, we had an interesting conversation. We started the philosophy of religion, and somehow we get into social politics and what society is becoming and uh, and how the lack of religion in like modern society is changing us because you know it's less and less people are religious nowadays and we talk about all these issues and it was a very interesting conversation so strap up it's a great one this is the but why though podcast So today we're going to be talking about philosophy and religion and metaphysical issues within um, philosophy and religion. And we're going to be looking at some quotes and questions that came up in an article on Britannica.com. And one of the first topics that I wanted to bring up was the soul and immortality. And this is the belief in life after death, which is maintained by each of the Abrahamic religions, raises the metaphysical questions of how human person, how the human person should be defined. And some form of mind-body dualism, whether Platonic or Cartesian, in which the mind or soul survives the death of the body, has been favored by many theologians. So there are different ideas of whether our mind leaves our body after we die. Some people believe that it's purely physical, and after we die, that's it. So there are different opinions about it, but I wanted to just ask you guys, what are your theories on what happens to to our souls after death? Or do you even believe that we have a soul? So well, The whole first part of what you read was actually too smart and school-like for me. I, my soul actually <laughs> left my body. <laughs> I tried it to, to now to appear smarter. I have put this space background where God lives. I don't know if <laughs> at your school they talk about where God lives, but it's around this area. Um, the Cartesian thing is is Cartesian theater. Is that what you're talking about? Where it's like a little man in your head watching everything that you're doing through your eyes, and then that's why. How can that be real? Because who's a little man in the little man's head? That's Cartesian theater, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I was Jehovah's Witness growing up, so we didn't believe we were like kind of Jews, where because Jews the, the idea of a soul that flies out of your fucking body is not it's not even really Christian. It's it's Plato, it's from Plato. Mm-hmm. So like all the he I just watched the thing about this. This is the only reason I even like uh, uh it was funny watching. They were talking to this Orthodox rabbi. It's some guy that talks to philosophers on like youtube he's some like old man with a mustache and but he talks like smart people and, and this is exactly what they're talking about and uh the, the idea of a soul is not that's like later like i didn't grow up with the idea i we we believed you are a soul like mm-hmm. the word is uh nefesh or something it's a hebrew word that means uh breather and uh 
your, your soul is your body and breath combined combined is is how it's written i just take it to mean like there, there's not a part you, like you're the whole part you know like there's not like a separate soul flying out of you now i don't know what i believe i don't know if it's like a video game like i was playing this avengers yeah. game before and i don't know if i'm like thor's soul <laughs> you know, you're like the I'm controller playing. yeah it's probably like you know you're probably less of a of a formed individual than you think and and there's probably like a player you're just like one of many people being played by the same entity is what i think is probably it you know it's <laughs> possible like, like what if like our soul is just like some energy and like when it's done with us like it just goes into someone else or whatever and that's what reincarnation yeah, but what is that like what's that your memories you like like your there's no way to know what what the I think there's something like I, I smoke DMT. So I, I think there's. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like there's so much stuff that's like undiscovered. What if like our souls were, were just something, what if our life just restarted like back from the year you're born every time you die and like you're trying to do it over and over. Yeah, so it can be all kinds of shit. It, it just, uh, I, I would think the sum total of your memories while you're alive is not really what your soul is, is my guess. It's mm. like, like pulling that in my ass. That's what I, I would think. I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, if you, if you see a read a lot of people's near death experiences, you all kind of have a lot of the same shit. And, um, I don't know if you smoke DMT, you'll get a better idea of it. I, I, I'm, I think there's uh, I was, I can't remember the name of the guy he wrote. He wrote a really good book about it. Um, about how space time is like a format, like windows or something <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just the way for you to like the thing that's, you work on your computer in that format, right? But that's not like if you if you looked inside your computer, you wouldn't know what the fuck you were looking at. You 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 never see that. But everything about you is constructed to not see what the truth is of the world. The same as a, a video game or something. So, I I really think that simulation, like uh, you know, it's some kind of like book or song or something you're living in, and and I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what part of you in the, with the memories you have now needs to keep going and would, you know, like you might just, when people say like they shed all their, their body feeling when they had a near death experience, you might shed your other shit too. You know, like yeah, shit maybe, you care about. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it doesn't follow you or I don't know. There's the theories of reincarnation. You could be born into another body or yeah. maybe you just travel or you go into another animal or <laughs> something like that. There's also theories that you could just stay in the universe and observe people. So I don't know. Well, some people believe like no matter like the, the amount of points you got get in life determines like your next life. <laughs> so, so you're, so you're at you're different like, levels? If you're like an evil person, you could get, you're like maybe, if you're very evil, maybe you're born as like a cockroach in the next life. <laughs> Look, I was not raised a ninja or whoever believes that weird Eastern <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up a ninja or a samurai or something. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I read something about reincarnation where somebody like did the math on like all this people who've been alive and thought like the math doesn't work out on that for the souls to keep going into new bodies. There's not enough souls for that. You, you know what I mean? You got to have like, which ones are the new ones and which ones are the hand me down refurbished souls. Yeah. Well, what not everybody's one that used to be alive like somebody's got to get a brand new and somebody's got to get you know out of the box or in another planet maybe. well they say that energy never dies and just gets converted into other energy what yeah, if energy doesn't you, 
is you is what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure your energy will be well used. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think there's something, but I, I wouldn't even like venture to say it's a soul or anything that means something. I, I don't know. I, I really it's personal uh, to you, basically, whatever it is. It's yeah, like, I think this is kind of like the game and, you know, I, I suspect it's like video game like and and so like you know how how bad do you really feel when you get bored of a game and your character you played is don't even die you just stop thinking about it and go on to a new game so may i mean maybe that's reincarnation but i don't think that's reincarnation the same in earth over and over again you know yeah it is another planet that's what i'm saying Nancy. yeah <laughs> what if it is and then who knows what if you still have some memories of the old planet and then that messes your life up in your new planet because it's a whole different thing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, was, I was born on the planet jerks off too much and it is still into my life <laughs> and then your whole life i came from the planet crackhead <laughs> i just remembered what my issues are <laughs> What what do they teach in Christianity? Because well, in Christ, I mean, they just believe in like they teach the Platonic version of the soul for the most part. Yeah, like but that's not original Christianity or or Judaism, which Jesus was a Jew supposedly, so he would not have believed in a soul that survives after death. Plato Why came not? up with that. Hmm. But Greek philosophy. Yeah, well, well, they believe that. Well, in the Bible, there's there are different times where like characters like. I mean, their full bodies go to heaven, and like Jesus' full body. That's right. That's right. It's shit like that. Other people don't yeah. have their bodies going to heaven. So, what explains what goes to heaven? Like, I just always assume there's a soul that they that they believe in. The Christianity most people believe has that a soul, but that's not what it was originally. Um, but I mean, believe that if you like that better. I'm not like yeah. What do I know? Um, like that's it, that's like an oddity about Jehovah's Witnesses that they kind of share with Jews and, and, you know, uh, is, is they didn't, they didn't, they, they're trying to be like original, original Christianity. So that's why they don't have that shit, like an immortal soul. And like, uh, uh there's no hell or, or, or that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we believe oh. in space where the, where God lives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at God's house behind me. <laughs> I feel like, are there new Jehovah's Witnesses in 2020? Like, how much There's more, more space can there be? There's more than ever. When I left, there was. But you guys believe that only like a certain number of you get to heaven, right? Yeah, but the rest live in in Earth forever in like a paradise. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like you. I don't, who would be in that if that? <laughs> like, why would you be in that if that was how it worked? That's true. I've heard that in movies and shit. Like people will, will repeat like Joe. I'm like, oh, you have no idea what they, that, I mean, I don't know what, what a fucking Baha'i thinks, you know? Yeah. No, no. no I, I've always wondered. No, my mom's like very, very like born again Christian. So she always used to tell me like all right. about the other religions, but well, she's never natural uh, werewolves versus vampires of the Jehovah's witnesses. Yeah. God, yeah. when I lived down South, that was like the most, the most hostility I ever got randomly for like not celebrating Christmas or. Or if you didn't believe in oh, a hell, wow. like, I've never seen people so upset at the idea that there's not a hell. <laughs> I think that would be good news, but there's something you can't enjoy. That's They're mad because they've heaven. lived their life so hard just to not get there. And now they did that all for nothing. Well, I thought if you're born again, you don't even have to. I mean, really, you're forgiven. Uh, that's why born. Uh, listen, every 
every born again girl I ever hooked up with were all in the anal. They were fucking wild. Okay? <laughs> they were doing that to not fornicate before marriage. And, I've actually uh, heard of that, but I've never had experience oh. myself. Yeah. You used to call it butt stuff, everything but sex. <laughs> and, uh, that's what they would do to like be a virgin, you know? Wow. And because uh, you got to be a real, like, you know, I guess it depends on ethnicity too. Like, you got to be like a real Mayflower descendant to have like that, like, oh, no sex before. Like, you know, I'm like Italian. Like, everybody, we had a Spanish congregation in our hall and like, People get married like 16 because they wanted to fuck. <laughs> like, that's like a, a, you know, there's like a different puberty rates or something that you could see like the most, like, I remember when I was Jehovah's Witness, there was like the Jehovah's Witness, like bad kids, or they were like cool. And so we go to the veteran stadium in Philly for the convention and like all the cooler ones that are going to fucking probably go fuck or like they had tattoos that nobody knew about. <laughs> we'll all hang out on the top ring of the convention, you know, when you like in the intermissions. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were like, I have so many friends that got married very young, purely out of horniness. But I thought the key, the whole thing of being born again was you didn't get like kicked out for anything like that. You're not saved by your good, your works. You're saved by accepting Christ. Yeah, it's one of the easiest contracts. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's pretty easy. Like you just have to believe and and like you're in heaven basically, and you just have to ask for forgiveness after you do stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> there there's some there's such things I feel like though in Christianity as an unpardonable sin. I think it says like at the end of the Bible apostasy? Yes, yeah, it's, it's something like that you wouldn't think is super big though. It's like something like adding or removing from the Bible or something well, like Well, that's like um getting in the way of the word of God is is what the It's the same okay. crime of that you would make against any like feminism. <laughs> like the ultimate crime is to in any way just like not help the work of the of the yeah. one of the truth so every i mean i think every group whether they're religious or not has that fucking treason kind of thing you know mm-hmm. like like julian assange is like a treason he's not even a fucking citizen but he's in deep shit for oh, yeah he's going crazy now do you see i, yeah, I read something about him. fucking solitary for like seven years i'm going crazy i've been here four months in an apartment yeah. true you know imagine yeah he got fucking very fucked and it, and it's uh but that reminds me of that like that pot like the unforgivable because if you go to if you go on trial for for that you're literally not allowed to defend yourself they passed a law that if they go you don't call it like here's why i had to do this your honor because you're not allowed to do it you just have no it's very similar uh, it's like there's no recourse so what if what if uh you got accused of it and you didn't do it then you're fucked yeah then I mean, you you better hope the press does his job. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Should we move on? Yeah. So, we have a bunch a bunch of different stuff to cover anyway. <laughs> so um, our next topic I wanted to bring up was religion and morality, and another concern philosophers of religion. Another concern of philosophers of religion is whether morality is dependent upon religion or is unde- independent of it. And um, God's commands are necessarily morally good. If God's commands are, then what is morally good seems to depend implausibly on God's whim. So if God commanded the torture of human infants, for example, then it would be morally good to torture human infants. But this is absurd. 
this was this problem was first raised by Plato in Euthyphro, and um, in that dialogue, Socrates was talking to one of his friends who was about to. He was a, an attorney at the time back in ancient Greece, and he wanted to press charges against his father because he let one of his workers die. When one of his workers killed another one of his wor workers, and they tied him up in the back and just forgot about him and let him die instead of. They just forgot about it. Like yeah. they, yeah. it wasn't even on purpose. They're like, oh, that guy we taught. Remember he killed that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so his son was upset and said, "I have to press charges against my my dad for doing this. This is morally wrong, and I know this is what God would want me to do." And then Socrates was like, "Well, how do you know that's what God wants you to do, and that's what's just? So, is it just?" And he said, "Because it's what we have to do. What makes them happy?" And he said, "Well, how do you know what makes them happy?" So this whole argument, this whole dialogue was about um, Socrates explaining to him that there's no way to truly know. So um, according to another perspective... Socrates' main philosophy was there's no way to truly know, so we might as well fuck a boy. <laughs> that, was, that was Socrates. Let's not forget the main thing of Socrates is that sweet boy love. Um, Wait, I, I, I didn't I'll know summarize. That. Is that true? There's rumors that he yeah. messed around with some of his followers. Oh, I guess what, Greece. Well, no, he played hard to get. There's a guy, Alcabides, <laughs> who was like the hottest guy in Greece. It's a hilarious <laughs> Um, and he got in trouble for for a blasphemy thing too for for taking the sacred fucking L whatever LSD they were doing at the time and then after trial he was doing it at home recreationally and he got in deep shit. Anyway, the the question you're talking about is is God good because he does good things or is everything God does good because God did it? Okay, that's the does yeah yeah yeah. Does morality depend on religion or would so, you say religion depends on morality? Um, I, I don't you know. I really don't care as long as your morality comes from somewhere other. The the benefit of it coming from a religion, first of all, it's like it's like silly to be like, well, what did God want? Like, how do you know is a good question because you're going off interpretations of what somebody told you God wants always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But the good part about that is make it more like present present day situations when people had that sense of religion, whatever dumb sense they had of it, it was better because you got moral like now when you when you lose that and i didn't realize this as much as hostile as i was to religion when i was younger from like having been in it people's morals come from their fucking politics so if mm -hmm. you think that's capricious how god is you know maybe burn an infant maybe don't well now it's based on like twitter okay so it's so much worse the whole benefit to the religion thing is if it stands stands up for like a long time and it's been reliable and worked for a while. That's all I judge it by, you know? And has it, even if it's like dysfunctional, how is it dysfunctional? Because now people have an ever shifting. Like I knew what I did wrong and I could go apologize to Jehovah's Witnesses and repent prob probably and be back in and be forget. There's nothing like that now. Now it's, you don't even get like, even down to any internet shit, they don't give you a, a list of what you can and can't say. You find out the hard way later like 10 years later it's like even in fucking china if we're going to have the government determine our morals when i you know what it is not to say and do in china it doesn't change every fucking week with freelance yeah. so that's what we have here and i, I mean especially online I, I i i say it a lot but these bitches should find jesus a lot of them because they'd be a lot happier 
than blathering the nonsense that they just learned at, at boohoo school. Like it, it's so much less, I, I don't respect anyone who thinks their morals come from their political affiliations, you know, yeah. like you should have a moral framework. I don't care where you got it from first. And then that should be applied to what you do in your life politically or anywhere else. It shouldn't come from the fucking power of the state. Because I, I, I'd rather have an imaginary friend that the state has to look up to or pretend to than just, no, we're, the, we're all that there is. Because if you think whatever got done to an infant in the name of Christianity is bad, it ain't got nothing on just a state, the kind of fucking murder a state can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how it's been used over time to do that. Yeah, and like I said, I don't put this at the feet of religion or th- it's like people are, are how they are. Mm-hmm. it's just how good of a job does it do uh uh having everybody have like a code that they at least even if they don't live by they know it's there yeah it's like i think a lot of people should not be atheists like i can be one if i want i'm not an atheist but if i wanted to be i'm qualified to be because i already learned all that shit and went through it and i know what it is that i'm not don't want to be a part of people that i met that have never been religious they have no understanding of religion whatsoever they don't understand religious people just fundamentally they can never understand like i have much more understanding of like if you're in like isis i can relate to you more than i can a secular kind of fucking you know yeah coastal fucking elite a hundred percent i i understand that mindset a hundred percent yeah nowadays it is hard to know it, it is constantly changing what we accept as morally good or morally wrong it's just trend, whatever a trend is yeah. And the thing that's hilarious is depending on how high up you are or high profile you are, you're the most subject to the trend. So a lot of people aren't even aware, like Jay, this is what's amazing. Like, so when Jay, when uh, Harry Potter came out, when I first kind of got to New York, I guess, when that was like the two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah. Something like that. And it was all religious kooks burning Harry Potter books. It was all like, it was a Catholic group was doing it. Born agains were doing it. They were burning the books like fucking primitives, right? Yeah. I, I remember that. Like, I remember Christians didn't like Harry Potter. And now it's fucking like trans blue checkmark people burning Harry Potter books. Now it's people that are not religious at all burning Harry Potter books. And it's the same like, you blaspheme. And, and if you told a normal person who's not like online all day, why they're, do you have any, do you know why they're mad at her? Like what she said? I, I had to look it up because I didn't know. The headline not, is, I don't remember. I, I saw something yeah. about it. The scathing words of J.K. Rowling. They're the most not, not scathing, n- not even a thing. She's not, I mean, I don't even understand how they're mad. And I promise nobody who's not a dipshit online understands or, or like, you got to be like a. What'd she say? That, that you can be whatever trans if you want, but like there's a difference between sexes. Right, like gender, gender could be whatever you say it is, mm-hmm. but there's a bio, there's real biological sexes. The, the end. Mm. Okay, that's so, it. So, yeah. yeah, right. So, did you know that was wrong? Well, it's good you don't have a major book that's made into a motion picture because you would be expected to know that was wrong, and and you could tell she has no idea. Fucking uh, Ellen, you, who can tell has no idea what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, that was she was just like hot shit. And a hero because she fucking lost her show for coming out of the closet. And and now and like gay is conservative. Nobody she's not gonna munch her way out of this one. Nobody gives a shit. Like you're just gay. 
I'm fucking non-binary. That like I'm the new T1000 <laughs> of you. And I really don't give a shit what you did that helped me get where I am, right? Like I just know you have more than me and you're not nice. <laughs> yeah. That whole Ellen thing, he, she was just mean to people in the hall, the hall and didn't like remember people's names and stuff like that. I, I mean, I, dude, I, I have a hard time now. I'm sure, man, I'm sure she's not nice, but I, I don't know. I, I worked in fucking productions for a long time and I can't imagine giving a shit or being like expecting some kind of fucking like that. I just like, oh, it's a fucking rich, famous bit on a morning show. What do you think a morning show production is like fun? Do people not remember Martha Stewart? <laughs> she, like, never mind throwing coffee. Like, she would brew a fresh pot of coffee and break it over your head. <laughs> oh you know, and you're yelling at Ellen, and Ellen has no. And Ellen got in trouble because she said a dumb joke about the pandemics, like being in prison. Which, by the way, it is. And that that that's the official reason that she started getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. The unofficial reason was she defended Kevin Hart, or just had him on the show to like. Yeah. Oh my gosh! For real. Yeah, I, thought that, that. I thought that that was like and her role in the gay community. She's the one who has like whoever says the things and yeah, well, Kevin Hart, them. Kevin Hart was on the outs and, and that's an interesting one. The guy that's got that going against him. Cause that was some shit he'd apologize for. He's from he's fucking, apologized for that. Like a hundred times. He's I, a fucking five foot two guy from Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> I started comedy with him. Like you could just get over it. Like he's a black guy. That's how it was. Because I don't know if you know this, there's an ever constant threat of going to prison if you're from somewhere. So you might be a little homophobic because you got to seem not gay. If you may go to prison, like I have those feelings and I've, I've never gone to prison. I have that. Like, well, I better, if I ever go to prison, I better not seem gay. <laughs> like I have that like imprint. So he's definitely got it. Like you could just make fun of him for it. But the reason that got going was because this uh, entertainment reporter in Australia was mad about the movie. Get hard. Did you ever see get hard? Yeah, with Will Ferrell. Yeah, so you remember when Kevin's trying to help him and he's like, all right, you just better learn how to suck a dick because I don't think I could teach you to fight. And they took him to a, like, a gay place. Like, go in the bathroom because the guys are here. It's pretty. And then, and oh, yeah, then I the think guy, I remember that. Yeah, the guy, the blind guy from those Sonic commercials. Remember those two guys and the one was kind of funny. That guy tries to, tries to hit on Kev and he's like, oh, no, thank you. I'm not gay. He's like, well, we're always looking for a new member. And he like really like uh, hits on him. And then meanwhile, Will Ferrell's like, there's a dick in his face. Like, ooh. So the guy, the entertainment reporter, and by the way, that joke, that's a setup to a hilarious bit later in that movie. It's my favorite part of it is later, you just see Kev on the phone talking to somebody and he's talking to that. Like they've kept in touch and they just talk (laughs) about each other's lives. It's a fucking great joke. So this fucking uh, uh, reporter was so offended that Will Ferrell seemed, ew, I don't want to suck a dick, which is, by the way, if you're not into sucking dick, that's how you're going to react to it. And so he was outraged by that. And he, he personally started the ball rolling to try to get Kev because Kev was going to host the Oscars. Wait, and that's, well, you know, wait, well, that's gay territory. So yeah, a fucking foreigner felt like he, it was his place to try to ruin that for Kevin, the Oscars. It's obnoxious. So the media sucks, so they all jumped on it. So Ellen, who, who, I mean, by the way, very nice of her to have Kevin on. <laughs> that's an, that's, so that's the down low offense she committed. Then she was at, uh, met, like, nice to George Bush at a baseball game. Oh, yeah. The morals now are like, we, how dare you, you talk to, like, someone we designated. As evil, yeah. Yeah. And we're spo- you know that we're all ignoring. Like, 
this like mean girl school thing. So <laughs> fucking Ellen had no idea. She thought she paid her dues, you know, and she doesn't have to like, and, and I noticed this a lot in show business. A lot of people who just have money, man, they just didn't, and they weren't in a position where they could get fucked. And then when it happens to them, they're fucking blown away. They had no idea how big of an issue it was. And they had no idea the people that do this hate them literally just because they have anything. Like, that's why they hate Ellen. Like, you're rich. Don't say it. it's like prison. This is the response to Ellen when she said that. It's like with the most not offensive joke ever. They go, There's trans people are in prison. <laughs> like, how dare you? It's so insane. And so that's, so now you're, once you get marked, now you're on thin, now we're going to try to find reasons to fuck you up. And, and her, her bad was cultivating that, that almost fucking child brain notion of what being nice is when she's not like that herself. But she, she, yeah. I mean, who the fuck would watch Ellen in the morning? I used to be a great <laughs> comic. I honestly, when I saw one comment, she was yeah. always great. She just transitioned from being funny into like, I dance. Well, even it, her last, did you see her last special that came out like a few years? And it was good. I liked it until the end with her Q&A, where she talked about how it. mean the male comics were. Like, shut up. You got hooked up fucking. Let him hook you up big time. Like, it, it's just unbelievable. But that's her milking. You know, she's draining. Like, it really is like being a vampire comedy. Like, uh, it, mm-hmm. you feed on laughs, right? And And so she changed her food source to validation from the dumbest humans alive. Like, are you nice? Yeah, I'm nice. We're all night. Like that, those people that she cultivated, that's her, who she feeds off of. And that was a a shitty diet. She shouldn't have done that because it turned on her, (laughs) but she has no idea why, because she thought she was like in, she knew all the rules. Like I'm famous. I'm gay. Like I'm all the things that make you automatically good in society. And it turns out it's when you make superficial shit, the reason you're good it, it changes out from under you real fucking fast. True. Dropping knowledge. What'd you say? <laughs> Dropping knowledge right here. Well, the, whatever you think about the Bible, like, hey, do you need me to burn an infant, Lord, to fucking not have a... <laughs> like, at least it's steady. The Bible's fucking steady. It's right? a code that you all know. It's like the... Yeah. It's And it's just... The, and I used to not laugh at that idea of like, when they talk about America's based on that. It is based on that. I don't want all the nonsense parts, but you can't say it's not like, I, I, I'm glad that I studied the Bible for many years because it is the basis of a lot of things. Like literally, I mean, how many times are you going to see Superman is Jesus fucking <laughs> it, it, like, yeah. it's the basis of so many things, you know? So it just is a, it's very helpful. And also anywhere I've ever lived, cause I lived in a lot of basically hoods for like the last 20 years. I have a much easier time being acclimated and hanging out with people or, or being cool people around with a kind of Christian, like energy. It's like a social thing. It's like something you kind of say yeah. to someone, like a whole different, like if you go to, if I go to Texas, even people who are usually racist, if I say, Oh yeah, I grew up in the Presbyterian church too. Like that, like it's kind of like, yeah, right. you're not, it's like, yeah, suddenly you're uh, uh what's his name? Uh, <laughs> the guy, Jamie Foxx played the blind uh, singer. Oh, Ray, Ray Charles. Yeah. Ray's like, I'm a, you're a veteran. Get on this bus, boy. <laughs> the guy wouldn't, he goes, I'm not taking a blind. <laughs> any fucking boy. I'm just a veteran. So he goes, you was in the service. Come on, boy. You get the nice Ray Charles faking yeah. stolen valor treatment. <laughs> you got some kind of benefit. 
And yeah, that, that translates. In a way, that's, that's why I like thing. sports. That's why that's the same thing with like football. Like you go somewhere where you have you're like the fan of the same team. It's like people yeah, like are important things. By the way, see that like that and the thing just in sport. Those are things that break down that bullshit because a lot of people think they have those feelings and they don't. They just don't know they don't. And and those kind of things that that really like get to take you out of your goddamn mortal shell. <laughs> you know, like like you get to be above whatever your circumstance of your birth is with shit like that. That's the appeal of it. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's lost now. What you just described from like football, and I think that's going away in football too. That that now shit's moving towards we're always separate no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, and that's like that's sold as like the opposite of racism. By the way, <laughs> like you're never you are you are your appearance forever and and other and don't even try to be anything but that because that's what you are that's that's by the way inherently racist but that is the literal fucking but why is that racist i don't get it that you are only your fucking skin color and gender oh, and no, 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 no. i understand i i misunderstood what you're saying yeah. yeah like that that's a thing that racist would do you see yeah, prince harry yeah. prince harry's the article he goes this whole the entire fucking world was built by white people for white people and he's not saying that to be racist he's He's been taking anti-racism, but it sounds like a Klan speech. Yeah. That's what the Klan says or a fucking Hitler says. This world was built by white people for white people. Like that's so insane to say that. And again, wait, what, he, he was saying it like, as if like to bring attention to it. Yeah. And by the way, the whole world's not built by white people. That's fucking bad yeah. shit to say. Yeah. Well, it's mostly like, a, like well, he believed yeah. it, it's, it's just such a stupid, like, it's such a stupid, and by the way, you're British, dude. You could drop your, like, I don't even know why the fuck he's guilty about. You're fucking from there. You, what did you take Britain from some fucking Indians? <laughs> like, like, of course it's white. You're a British guy. That's who grows, like, Irish people grow in fucking Ireland, like fucking potatoes. That's how geography, I don't even understand the, the taking on guilt that you lived in the whitest white section of the world, and you're like, this is wrong. Like, it's just how fucking history, like, you could say in America, Hey, the people shouldn't have come and taken this shit. And, and you could, if you want to feel guilt or whatever, then that makes more sense. But he's just babbling whatever he's told to babble. And he has no sense of like, a lot of people just babble it with no sense of it. And they're like, he doesn't go, oh, I sound like a neo-Nazi saying this. And that doesn't enter his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't, but again, the way this ties in is none of them have morals outside of this, outside of whatever is trending, like the worst possible trends. You know, so, so that's how you, that's how someone doesn't have a sense of what they're saying or see how insane it is. Like how, how much they're contradicting their own supposed position. Like, like the religion part's great because that's supposed to take your irrationality and tie it up. So you don't have to apply it to other parts in your life. You know, you're fucking, that's the thing that's supposed to cradle that. And now it's, it's like, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are bad actors that like. It's like in 1984, they want you not fucking. They want you not laughing. They want you angry all the time so that your energy can be harvested to get done whatever it is they want to get done. It's, it's like universal now. Yeah, I, just, like, I feel like a lot of people in my life are telling me that. My dad, my uncles. <laughs> what? What are they like, saying? Like everyone has like this, like, uh, like that the world is like going through like a change of guards, you know, like that there's like 
new people like taking over. Like there are people who run the world, but they're losing power to another powerful group who's about to start you mean running. Disney is losing out to fucking. Yeah, something like that. YouTube to Google. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know? Yes, that's called Google. <laughs> and they're not going to break them up anytime soon. Um, yeah, well, I don't, I never believed any kind of like Illuminati shit, but. Really? No, I, but I mean, there wasn't Illuminati things. I think it's like, well, a, like what about like that? Every country is like run by like the same bank system now, except for like only, but it's still an interlocking web. I, I, you know what I think it is really is uh like you ever hear convergent evolution where, and this is not an example, but it still kind of illustrates it. Like there's certain niches in, in nature that are going to be filled by a thing that's shaped a certain way. So this is probably a bad example, but like a brontosaurus and a giraffe. They both have a long fucking neck to get the, the, because if there's leaves that can be eaten, something is going to evolve to take, to eat those leaves. So there's Mm going to be, there's like this dinosaur. That's not even a dinosaur. It's something else, but it looks like a dinosaur because that body plan just fits a niche. And that's why like mammals took over after dinosaurs, because there's all these niches that need to be filled because all the, the dinosaurs wiped out. So I think there's like an Illuminati shaped hole in fucking nature then something is going to evolve to fill that hole at all times but i don't believe in an unbroken 1000 year <laughs> reign of some group i don't think they really you know like the names and this shit are not important it's like is there fucking rich people that collude to stay rich always yeah and most of their conspiracies are not hidden they're like just boring but they're much more damaging you know like the the worldwide pedophile sex ring obviously that's somewhat hidden poorly but the the it's mostly like it's dude it's fucking wild to me like you know in amazon they want to strike you know amazon's like a fucking so so the guy that helps keep the unions from being uh forming and i was watching jimmy door this this black guy that was a manager it's so fucked up how they did this guy because he saw the managers go in this meeting in seattle around covid time and come back and he started seeing covid and tried to save people from getting covid by reporting it and i think they just fired him and then trashed him this is an ex-obama aide who now works at all these people from government they go to work for these big companies so oh. it was like obama's guys and, and by the way the, the everything but call him the n-word in their briefing that leaked about how they're going to deal with him and this guy's like someone you would want to keep as your because he gives a fuck about your company and you're like yeah he's going to be destroyed for it because it doesn't go with whatever their narrative that suits them and so everybody in government like i don't understand how like i don't know like that thing i said they can try you for treason and i mean that's that's the most terror there's nothing with trump that's scarier than that you know even though trump bipartisan with nancy Pelosi signed it back into law of course the FISA court that's that's not going to go away and people just don't even notice it so they don't really have to do that big of a conspiracy people aren't that bright and they really are easily distracted and a lot of this, if you master boring stuff, then nobody gives a fuck. So Patriot Act, right? When were you around 9-11 in New York? Yeah, yeah. I was, I haven't born and raised here, so. Yeah, so I don't remember even being mad about the Patriot Act. I'm like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Like, I didn't fucking know. Yeah, because like, I mean, after 9-11, it makes it seem like it's needed, like to stop terrorism. That's how they sold it. It's not it. needed. And again, you don't see Trump or any Democrat getting rid of that. They're not going to stop spying on you. Nobody's going to fucking, that's not even going to come up. <laughs> It's not even going to come up and it's the worst. Like that's when back when Patriot Act, that was like the fucking nail in the coffin of if everybody wants to cry about, I can't believe democracy. You got that taken away a long time ago. (laughs) Like, so 
what do you need an Illuminati to do that? You could just do that with the fucking regular Congress and, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying the Illuminati. Don't, I don't believe in the Illuminati as, a, yeah. as like a thing that control. I don't think that they want to control people's every move, but they ha- they make the big moves to profit off of. There's 100% uh, uh, intelligence agency agencies of countries around the world do blackmail operations, especially with pedophiles. Yeah, I I don't even have a little bit of a doubt. That's what Epstein was doing. That's why he's recording everybody. Um, Did you see the Netflix thing about him? Well, we started watching it and then like it got back in the news and we just started watching the news and we figured that like there wasn't much that we didn't know about in the news. It it sucks. They they don't they leave out. And the one girl, the painter, her name's Maria something. She's they only said it put about 5% of the shit she told him because she's very clear. Epstein was just like a middle manager in this. And the main guy, yeah, the main guy is Leslie Wexner, the dude that owns, or I don't know if he still does Victoria's secret. Oh, wow. And by the way, most of the uh, human trafficking shit goes through Columbus, Ohio, which is like his town, like his name's all over everything there. And that motherfucker is like the head of like a fucking Jewish mafia. It's not the Jews. It's like the Italians are not the mafia. There's yeah. a Jewish mafia that like people seem to only know, know it up to like Bugsy Siegel. And then what do you think? They all went straight. <laughs> like it's still around and it's also connected. And our mafia would do shit for the CIA and fucking. Uh, so, so Mossad was who I think Epstein was working for. And uh, that's what they would do. They, they blackmail. Anytime you see politicians doing something like, why are they doing that? It, it's probably they're blackmailed is my guess. Yeah. yeah it happens a lot I think so. yeah. in Congress. There's all this sealed information of all the fucking payouts for like sex abuse and harassment and all that. That's all that nobody's going to, that's like, there's no freedom of information act. that will let you bring that. They're all fucking guilty and liars. And, and it's fucking, dis- I mean, like, I don't know all, but most, most of them, you're not even allowed to be in a certain level of power unless you're, you have something on you. Unless. Yeah. Like you're going to have to have fuck this kid. So we know you're cool. I, I mean, like, I don't know if it's exactly that, but it's shit like that. No, but I, I believe he's like that guy that, uh, what was he, the governor of Virginia who had the, the blackface picture? Oh, yeah, governor. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. He was going to. It was because he was like, he had something where he was going to, like, uh, expose, like, this new abortion law that got passed in New York or something like that. Oh, he was? I thought. People, that's what people said. Or he was, he said something that he shouldn't have said about it that, like, let a lot of people oppose it wait um what did he say about abortion law was it like a four remember when new york like new york like a few years ago had some new abortion law that like it like so that you could still have it at any point like up until birth or something like that (laughs) like the feet could be part way out (laughs) yeah i don't know there was like some Uh, new law like that that got passed that like i think that he made some kind of commentary about or i I just read this just like a conspiracy i read on the internet but that's just (laughs) Well, I mean, it, look, there's political motivations to yeah. do shit like that all the time. Um, but I mean, who knows? It's such a juicy thing to have because it was an election that it came out. So I, I would guess that it was his opponent dug that up. And then yeah. what my favorite thing was he was going to make it better, but his wife stopped him, his bitch wife who I'm mad at for this because I she should have let it. I guess she cared about him. That's why she didn't let him do this. But he he was going to, he's like, no, I used to be a Michael Jackson impersonator. And he was going to start moonwalking to prove. <laughs> and his wife was like, you can't do that. And she really <laughs> robbed us. She robbed us of a really great. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. I, I know how to settle this down. 
<laughs> fucking moonwalk. <laughs> I think this will explain everything. Yeah, blackface for some reason is like everybody's thing in in their closet. It's fun to dress. You know, by the way, if you, I was I was like uh, reading the history of blackface, which is hard to find. If you try to look it up, or well, by look it up, I mean Google it. You'll just get a lot of blackface is wrong because this is, but like, I'm just like, I want to know like where it came from because the way you hear about it is like, they're like, you know, what would be really mean to black people if we fucking dress up like that. Like that's, there's no history. So the history of it is when it was segregated in the South, there was all this like good black music that people would like, and they literally weren't allowed to perform in white venues. So artists that saw them were doing like, you know, like mini kiss dresses up like kiss. They were doing a tribute like a tribute thing. And so people really liked the music, you know, like the people who originally did black, not all the time though. Some of the time though, blackface came from like a minstrel show where they, I'm not, I'll get to that. Okay. It didn't begin as that. It began as a tribute and they were, and, and the guy was like doing it to like, look more like the actual, it was a way of giving credit to the actual artist. Okay. Now this is, you see the five heartbeats. Mm-mm. With like their their album comes out and there's not a picture of them on the album. It's just some white children enjoying their music on the album. Uh-uh. That's the record company. I mean, they're not a real group, but that's like a real thing. So that's not people like people would eventually were like, why is it a guy who looks black, like painted up? Can't we just get the black guy? The people that the money people, I don't mean the Jew. It sounds like I'm saying the Jews, but I don't necessarily mean the Jew. The people who make that money, they took that because it was popular and like every other corporate or business entity doesn't understand why it's good. They didn't go, oh, why don't we get the actual black artists and just not do this bullshit? You know, because what are you going to go fight the law? How, uh, how long is that going to take? They're like, people must like people dressed up like they're black. That must be the appeal of it. And then it grew, the fucking money interests of it grew it into this ridiculous, gross thing. Like, like and, and meanwhile, people would have been just cool, just the actual people weren't as racist as they're being made out to be by the, the people money because people who are investing, I guess what are the, the investor class? Yeah. They're, they just all go- the things. Yeah. All the things that seem like a lack of diversity in te- film and whatever are because money people don't want to, don't want to take a risk that you're not race. They think of how bad that, that somebody on the coast thinks about people in the middle of America. So they just think, well, these people are all animals. They're going to get mad. They can't show. And that shit's not true. The music was a thing that brought people together. Yeah. Where they don't like, and also they don't like being people brought together. Cause I, 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 they like having you split. It's much easier to handle you split up <laughs> into different groups. So blackface did, and any black performers from the time were all like blackface was how we were able to get in the door. That's what helped us. So it did not like at a certain point, it became a grotesque parody, much like drag. Really. It's just, it's a form of drag. That's what it is. Drag queens are blackface of women. That's what the fuck they are. I don't know how somebody thinks it's different. It's fucking not the same fucking origins. There's no women allowed. So a guy's dressed up like a woman and he looks ridiculous, not like a real woman, but for some reason they should read the children (laughs) and fucking blackface. So people have no consistency with that shit like whatsoever. And, and like the history of it was very interesting to me because I was like, Oh, you see how something, Get, gets turned into something. It's not just like everybody's like, let's just fucking hate black people. It's a combination of business cowardice and shitty laws and and all these things, they would rather have segregation than like populism, which is like, you know, 
like like one thing that can't be allowed is is uh, everybody just together. That can't be allowed, and that's how you get killed. That's how Jesus got got his ass killed. Yeah, or Martin Luther King, King and all them. Or then Malcolm X when he was like, we can all. Patrice yeah. used to talk about it. Like it was funny. Like Malcolm X was like, hey, we can actually we all we can all be together. Like he, you're dead. So yeah, the second yeah. I know that bit. <laughs> yeah, the second that you talk like that because that is very dangerous. We, we live in a giant prison, you know. And how do they have you in prison? Because the inmates outnumber the guards. You separate them by race, and you let some shitty little middle manager be in charge of every one of their race. And that way, we know where everybody is at all times. And if they fight, it's against each other, never against us, the guards. You know, like that's that's what this is prison shit. That's what all of it is. They're, they're, it's a new way of a, a country's a big prison. That's what it is. That's why we need a wall. <laughs> to, like you can't have a prison without a nice wall. <laughs> yeah, we'll invest in that. <laughs> I don't remember how we got into that anyway. I don't know, but it was like a it was like a nice ride, huh? <laughs> I want to. But I, wanna, I really want to talk about the um, time. The, there was a thing on here I thought was interesting. Oh, but you want to talk about the time? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that and we can wrap up. And yeah, uh, yeah what, did, what were you saying about God being outside? Well, you you say you ask it because I don't want to <laughs> jump um, around and fuck up what you were getting at. About God being in or outside of time? Yeah, right. Um, okay. Yeah, so I wanted to bring up, we had a few, we have a lot of things, but (laughs) this could continue on forever. But another one that we did want to mention was God in the universe and some, including Augustine, um, he was a philosopher, I believe, as well, have claimed that God created the universe from a standpoint outside of time. And others claim that, like the universe, God is inside of time, is in time. Who says he's inside of time? (laughs) I'm um, I'm just curious. I don't know who who thinks that. I always thought of him as being like outside of time, like like he's like the creator and there's within the plane of time. Yeah, right. That's what I thought. I thought like this is the simulation and God's the one or you're like in his brain or something, you know? I think this is all from Britannica, right? <laughs> yeah. I I'm just curious. I didn't, I didn't know like, um, cause inside time would be like not believable at all. Wait, what, what is inside time <laughs> even mean? You can't, you can't have a, I mean, my definition is no beginning or end. He's eternal. And I didn't understand because I always used to fuck with me because I thought if you were eternal, that meant there's no cause and effect. Like you're just like a statue or something. Like that's not what it means. It means you don't never experience entropy. Okay. And I didn't really know what entropy meant. I thought entropy meant when things just break down. That's what time is, you know, things gradually going to disorder from order. But I, I was watching a thing about it. It was really interesting. Like it's actually just about information. It's something going from a state like, I don't know, like this cup, right? Where you have all the information about it and then it breaks down and you don't know where all the little bits are. You, you, now you don't have it. The, inf- the information exists, but you don't have it, right? Mm-hmm. So if God has all the information, by definition, he's timeless because there's never a state of anything where he doesn't know where it all is. So he has to be timeless. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's zero entropy. So like you, you break down to dust and get mixed in with some sand, like... If you're God, you know every little bit of that. And there's no such thing as like, uh, uh, you, I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's a byproduct of having all the knowledge, all the information being mm-hmm. eternal. So some people also say that if he knows 
what's going to happen and um, what actions we're going to take, then are we just his puppets or do we actually do what we want to do? <laughs> or is it just him? I think, well, well we're <coughs> I think we have free will, but he just is outside of time. So he knows every event that happens in time. So we have do the free you, do will. You have, um, did you ever play that game Dragon's Lair in the arcade that was like an animated game? Uh, oh, like where it was like choose your own adventure type thing. Like it, you didn't control the guy, like the screen would flash. There'd be like an arrow and you have to flick it when it flashes. And it was like a completely animated movie looking. Or I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Was so, it also for like consoles, right? Like, like some old. Yeah. But they made a Nintendo one, but that was like a game game. But the original arcade was an animated little thing. And then you would flick the stick when you saw it flash on the screen, you know, like it's left like or right. Your own adventure. It's like a yeah, kind movie. of. I, I think it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so my rough get like what it feels like to me is that there's that's the level of control you have. You don't have a full amount of control of of controlling every little jump or whatever, but you have certain p- choices that you go left or right at certain points, and that's it. That's your control. That's what I think it is. But like I don't know having to base it on then just how it seemed to me in my life. Um, other than that, it's not like. I mean, think of looking at like a, an atom, right? Like, did you, did you ever try to like look up what they look like? You can, you can uh, find, it's kind of interesting what they actually look. Cause I was like, how do you know what they fucking look like? Cause they're so I, small. Outside of a circle with a ring or something. <laughs> yeah. That's how, not at all. There's like just fuzz. I mean, but what you would visualize, there's a uh, Apple video where they made a cartoon out of atoms, individual atoms. It's mm-hmm. just like little dots, but it's like, wow, that's an atom. That's wild. But anyway, it's like fuzz because they're all potential. They're not anywhere until you look and then they're, they're you know, it's a quantum state, right? Like, so that, I think that's like you, like you, you it's like uh, you're not anywhere. And then God looks at you and you're locked in where you're going to be. Do you know what I mean? But you as the atom have potential for anything within a certain field of where you could be. You're like an electron. You could be wherever it's when observed <laughs> you're in that state, you know, I think it just scales up. That's my guess is like the same way. I think that's why people crave a God is because people want to be observed. People want to be, it's, it's measurement. There's a need to be measured because then you know you exist, you know? And it's almost like those atoms until you measure them don't exist and you look at them and then they're real. Yeah. Like I, as a person, I feel like that. Or to, to hold people accountable. Maybe people need that to be held accountable. Because people are yeah. watching them and they can see what yeah, they're I mean, doing. It helps so. your, like morality if you feel like you're being watched, I guess. Uh, well, guess what? Now Google will do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're all being watched. Yeah, yeah. You ever not say certain things that you want to do in front of your cell phone? I mean, like, like, I, I, a lot of people besides the good Lord are watching me jerk off. And my, <laughs> <laughs> I can't not believe how many the NSA is watching. <laughs> Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has seen a few times. <laughs> and plus you're a known person. So they probably all get together when you're doing it. They're like, Oh shit. Kurt Metzger from Comedy Central's at it again. I don't man. I, <laughs> well, there's just so many people's jerking off to keep track of, you know, I'm not even getting to the Jill offs that they're probably want, but the NSA is like collecting everything. They were just collecting everything. And like the, you know, other people came out and said like, yeah, we get everybody's fucking whatever they did on their phone, <laughs> whatever. Like, it's such a bizarre thing. Like you might as well be in front of a window doing whatever you're doing <laughs> at yeah. all times because you are. 
I always had a conspiracy theory that one day, like, if someone wanted to come out after you, they could find all those, like, any, like, thing that you've done in front of your computer camera, like, use this blackmail. They can find a lot. I mean, if they want to find, like, track you, it's not. Remember, they're like, nobody knows where Ghislaine Maxwell is, was a, like, they knew the whole time where she was. There's no way they didn't know where Ghislaine Maxwell was. That's just, like, the thing they're saying, because it's very delicate. What with uh, the Prince Andrew, we don't want to fuck that up. Uh, so that that's why, like, it, it's so crazy. The uh, level, like, and also they abuse it now. This is what I'm saying. Like, is, is the man in the sky really as bad as this? <laughs> like these yeah. fucking people, like the, the terror people, there's like 300 people that they, they got on like terrorism shit after nine 11. Okay. That were not really terrorists. Most of them were just crazy people. And the undercover informant that they were paying to find these terrorists would find people entrap them like convince them to do something give them a plan he made up and then or he had like a good scam going with the fbi and they did that about 300 times and while they were fucking wow. around with that making terrorists that don't exist the boston marathon bombing happened which they had full warnings about in fact most of these things like the parkland shooting and the other one people the, the, they've been contacted they're like this guy says it wasn't like we couldn't believe he did it they everybody knew the person was going to do it and they went to the authorities and the authorities did nothing because they're spending time with bullshit just inventing terrorists that don't you know not to mention the ones that we really invented just blowing up their cousin's wedding they they spent all this time looking busy <laughs> that uh they would just miss the real things what was that movie called that we just saw with Jim Gaffigan where they, they have a movie where it's all about um, them trying to get some, get these like far like left Muslim, this Muslim black Muslim group. Oh yeah. And they're trying to get them yeah. to like, buy a gun. To arrest yeah, right. Wait, that's based on a real thing, right? Yeah. And it's based on like a real story. I remember that on the news when that happened and, and they collected all of, they had a really dumb plan too. That was not realistic. And it was a bit, we caught another terror cell. And then, uh, but they left one guy behind because he was clearly like not, he was clearly like kind of retarded. Like they were just like, we can't even swing this or his name was brother Corey. So that he was the only one left of the group and the media's interviewing brother Corey. And I'm just watching this guy. No, like I'm watching this guy. Well, I'm like, this was not a level terrorist that you, this was like not even open mic level terror. Like, like this was nothing. And I could tell at the time, I'm like, I don't know that this was such a big get. Now, at the time, I was like, hey, if anybody talks about blowing something up, good, go get them. Because that's how you get manipulated. You have your, you know, the whole city smelled like bodies and it was a fucking downer. I was like, yeah, get, do whatever. I get, like, go get that. So once you're in that emotional state, then it's easy to give over. It's really all the religious instincts are now going to be taken over by like the state and whatever company yeah. is, is like, did, uh, did you see the video? I played it on my podcast of uh, Vin Diesel. He's, he's got a dance single out now. He sings. Did you know that? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so it's the Kelly Clarkson show. A person who really is nice, unlike Ellen. <laughs> it's <laughs> Kelly Clarkson introducing Vin Diesel. It's already like crap on crap on crap, right? Like you're already yeah. like, who the fuck would watch this? And they cut to the audience, which is these long monitors, like people height monitors with people like remote so it's a whole bunch of like oh, okay. TVs with people on them and then they play the Vin Diesel song and all the people like, like this and and that's like that's the ultimate that's what what you are supposed to be is the, the a studio audience for a morning show that's what 
the yeah. goal is for everybody. I don't mean just like the Illuminati branch and the fucking, it's also like every corporation, every, like the government, we need you to be a completely programmable fucking morning show guest. So then we go applaud, you applaud. We like, you're mad now. And you can just see it. Like people are being programmed all the time to just do like, I mean, I want to ask these people, do you really enjoy this Vin Diesel track that much that you're going to dance badly? Or you just know you're supposed to be dancing because everyone's nice, right? Like, like who would even be in that fucking audience? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And you're like, or, or just like, what age do you get programmed to go? Woo-hoo! There's always got to be in every fucking movie. And even not to be there, these people are zooming in to a monitor (laughs) to watch the show on their computer. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Previously, I would be like, maybe that's better. But now I'm like, oh, God. But but you you need to be programmed with these like, like I I used to hate that in a crowd when somebody would go, and I just like, you don't mean that noise. Like, you just know that's a noise that you're supposed to make. But I didn't flash the go woo sign right now. But now you're programmed to just do that, to make this stupid fucking noise for no reason. And, and now that's like every, everybody now. That's what, what uh, you know, you got to like, oh, or like, <laughs> like a yeah, sitcom. Yeah. you're supposed to have sitcom reactions to the corniest shit. And everybody does. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I mean, that wasn't, Christianity wasn't like that when I was involved in it. And I was in a cult and it wasn't like, and I remember resenting the feelings of like, I'm supposed to, pretend I'm happy now if I'm not and whatever, but it wasn't nearly as bad. This is like <laughs> some real next level shit. And it, and it, it's more, uh, you know, you have to love God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole mind. Well, now you got to love fucking, I don't know, like star Wars or, <laughs> you know, like some fucking drivel. And that's your, that's your thing now to do that. So I, a lot of people I don't even think need a God so much as a, just a group program thing. And they don't really care about the quality of it. I'd say God's not not as bad a quality of it as some people would say. You know, of things to be like bigger than yourself part of. It's I think it's superior to being the Kelly Clarkson audience dancing at Vin Diesel. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to my uncle actually today. Like I feel like everyone has like their own kind of like version of like uh, what the world is turning into. He thinks it's getting over. I think it depends on like what side of the aisle you're on. Like if you're, well, you're, what do you mean? you're like somewhat what? conservative, you think that the world is getting overtaken by communists, you know, like right. that's being fed to you, like on the media, on social. If you're on the left, you're like being fed that the world's taken over by fascism and Nazis and that that's like what the whole right. is. So it's just like, I just feel like, yeah, they're just trying to get everyone angry at each other. And, and uh, yeah, well, you got to what, what would like all these media companies would go out of business if they didn't have that, I mean, what would they like if Trump doesn't win, that's the, what are they going to talk about? I don't even remember any history before Trump was elected. I don't even like, like apparently nothing happened in history before Trump got there because that's how shit's presented. And, and, and it's fucking, and that's because all the money, it's not even like a lizard people thing. It's just like they figured out like newspaper sales were down and moving to a, like an emotional click format and specifically women, they found that women share more online. So at a certain point, everything was geared to upset women, college age women and headlines, because statistically that'll make that them share more 
and then you get engagement and it's all this like fake engagement too it's like like they get grants like vice you know you notice how vice sucks now vice used to be like pretty awesome yeah and um it's it's unreal how bad it is now and that's all their money comes from they didn't like like gas digital what my podcast is on that's lewis's business that he built up and he has an actual people and customers that are it's not money he got from somebody richer with the you know some speculator gave him like a startup it's not that but all these other things are startups so that's why you see this shit nonstop, and that's why they think the communists are taking out because it's not really communist it's just fucking the kind of people that live in fucking brooklyn really it's, it's williamsburg brooklyn and yeah. like parts of port well portland that that's communist but that's who controls all the fucking media shit now. And the companies like it because it's like, uh, they want to be, they don't want to be sued for things. So the companies would prefer if you go along with whatever. And also they don't want any laws passed that are going to harm their profits in any fucking way. You know, like you don't want like healthcare or something to happen. So this identity shit, like what it could be your color. It could be, I'm a communist. Like that's great. Cause it's superficial. It's not anything real. So that's what we're going to concentrate on all the time and nothing else. We don't need to talk about all this other shit or like, you know, wages haven't gone up for fucking 30 years or that's nonsense. Right now we got to worry about there's either like fucking Nazis hiding out or, you know, there's yeah. a, um, I mean, now people are literally like, yeah, we're communists. It's not like, it's not like they're not openly saying that most of the people that are supposedly Nazis are, are not Nazis. Like they just, I think there weren't enough Nazis to go around. So you, you need more. And so if you're a person who's just like kind of reasonable, you're a fucking problem. You're worse. Remember like, like Christ said, because you are lukewarm, I spit you out. I wish you to be hot or cold. So that's what they're like, <laughs> like Christ, they spit you. out. If you're just not like fully on board all the way and you didn't take a certain color of pill, uh, uh, you're, you're a worse threat. Like if you're really like far woke left, then you like a Nazi better than just like a regular, you know, liberal, <laughs> like you would hate them more than you would hate a Nazi because the Nazi at least gives you a, a yin and yang and a reason to exist and a reason to go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's why they want to get Joe Rogan. It's unbelievable. Do you ever read like press about Joe Rog Rogan? Would it, yeah. They, if they, I didn't watch the show, I would have no idea. Yeah, I used to just, I, I mean, I still I listen to it a lot on my road trips. And they, yeah, they make him out like he's a big Nazi. Do you see, even I love Vic Berger. Do you, do you know Vic Berger? My friend always uh, texts me shit from him, but then I'm like, he puts he up. Know, like he's against Joe Rogan now. He edited some video of Joe Rogan. Yeah, like, I, obnoxious. And he's, endorsing like uh, Gavin McGinnis and stuff. And like basically like blaming Joe Rogan for putting on the Proud Boys on or like something like that. But what are the proud like? But the Proud Boys aren't even fucking white supremacists. They the first president was Dante. They're like <laughs> incels. Well, they are kind of white supremacists now. Yeah, they're not white supremacists. Well, Dante not. definitely feels embarrassed about like being. In yes, because because I mean he was in a group called the Proud Boys, but the thing started out as a joke. Is just now because there were these other fucking idiots in the street. So like, that's what it all is. It's all fucking weird incels or like some kind of, and, and that's what they're having. Like their little clashes in the street. Mm -hmm. um, but there's not roving gangs of proud boys going and attacking. That's fucking nonsense. They go and fucking wave flags and then somebody gets in a fight. 
I, I look, I, I don't understand just the name of it. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being in a thing where I'm called a boy. Like I, <laughs> but it was a fucking, it was like a joke that got out of hand, but um, it's not a fucking like, it, 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 I mean, Antifa is not really, really it's BLM, but people don't want to say BLM is they want to say Antifa because it's easier. You don't want to get in trouble for not being on board with BLM, but they're more of a thing than fucking proud boys. And they're really well, a thing. I don't think so. Cause I feel like proud boys have chapters all over the place. You what? I mean, proud boys, I feel like have chapters like in every city and like apparently like doing what? we're doing what? Like they meet, they're like a social club that yeah, like, what do they do? I mean, like I heard they fought with some fucking Antifa's besides yeah, I, that. Well, I, I've heard that like they've attacked random people in Manhattan and stuff that they, yeah, that's all nonsense. I don't believe any of it. Listen, I, I don't, again, I'm not into the proud boys. I don't believe any of that. That's, like I said, much like Antifa. Now, if you live in Portland, Antifa is a fucking real group and it's a problem. But really, all the riot shit was like Black Lives Matter. They, I don't know if you noticed, it became a white cult now. You know, like that's what it what turned into. White Black cult. Lives Matter is now a cult for white people. I don't know when it made that transition, but right around the time you see a bunch of white kids going yelling at someone to put their fist up. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. Wait, yeah, what are you talking about? Wait, what way? They would march into restaurants and demand everybody throw up a black power fist. And this one lady wouldn't, so they all surrounded her with their fists up. Oh, and it's all white people? Yeah, it's all white people. It's all white people. Uh, it's it's yeah. like, if you read, if you go to the website, we, I went to the website on, on my other podcast and read it. It's all fucking commie horseshit. Well, they took it down now. They had a thing about how they want to break down the Western, the Western idea of family and like, all this weird shit that I doubt, I doubt a bunch of people would be into, but that's because it was like three fucking commie chicks made the fucking group and they don't officially have leaders. Well, wasn't so, the group, didn't they steal the name and make it into a group of like a movement that had already started? So it, it causes just confusion. Maybe. I mean, maybe the, the point of not having leaders is to like, not one, you get to sneak a lot of shit through any of these groups where they don't have an official leader is worse than somebody that has a lead. They're worse because that's done on purpose. That's like one, nobody can get blamed specifically for being in charge. And two, the people with the weirder fucking ideas who get, do the organizing, they can th put their ideas out through your personal feelings. And then, and then, you know, that's how we got the Patriot act. You don't like it. What are you not a Patriot? That that's a, a trick. That's a trick. You, you, Oh, well, you don't think black lives matter. Like, yeah, th that's built into it. And the people that organize this shit don't have good motives. Well, I mean, unless, I mean, if you're communist, maybe they're great motives. I don't fucking know. But the fact that somebody's saying like communists take over, it's not they take over. It's, it's been beneficial to corporations to adopt wokeness. So they've allowed all these kind of people in. Into, and, and it's not the people don't care about making money. Comedy, you saw it. And comedy, you see it all the time. Um, they don't care about making money or whatever. They care about planting a flag. It's all culture war. So like, I don't want to be involved in a culture war. Like I don't, I'm not an ally. What are we going to war? I'm not your fucking ally. Like most of these people I would never be in a foxhole with like the people that say the word comrade, none of them have any idea what that would mean to be somebody's comrade. It's ridiculous. They're using it. Mm -hmm. and, and so that, that's the, uh, you know, and that's why you see all these, all this shit failing because, because the big disgusting fucking monster of Hollywood and media is trying to co-opt all of it 
you know, like they always do. Normally, they, like the Beatles songs became on Nike commercials eventually. So now they're trying to digest this meal of fucking blue hair people. And woke is like the burping noise that they make trying to fucking die. And it's, it's destroying them from the inside. Like they've ruined anywhere you see wokeness. I promise you it's low ratings, fucking low money. The fuck. Remember the Gillette ad? Mm-mm. When Gillette, you never saw it. Wait, or, what, wait, what Gillette do? When that Gillette razor ad came out and they're like, man, is this the best we can do? And then had all this like weird, it was like a feminist razor commercial oh, for, okay. it was crazy. For men? <laughs> Yeah, watch it. It's just the fucking. Gotta like, check it out. It's so insane, and their fucking business went right down. Um, and why do they not know notice that? Is because there's there's upward mobility has been systematically gotten rid of, and so now everybody's just smelling their own fucking farts in these groups. Like there's nobody from outside a click. When I started comedy, all the writing jobs you had to have gone to Harvard and been on the lampoon. That was like what the click was, the bar. So, but I was able to get in through comedy into certain jobs, you know, and like that, like that's not a thing now. That, and that's everywhere. That's like you have to be born from somewhere, the right place and the fucking, and be in the right, like click because it's, it's just become gate kept on purpose. And, and in meanwhile, everybody else is supposed to fight amongst themselves. <laughs> and uh, like they got rid of gifted and talented in New York because it's racist. What's gifted and talented? You know, like kids that are smart and they take them uh, out and put them in the schools. Yeah, because not enough black kids were in it. So that must mean it's racist. So now yeah, I was like, in it back in the day. Yeah, well, they, now you they, wouldn't be able to be in it. And it's to be. Yeah. yeah. But you, what does that do? It protects rich people from competing with people that weren't born rich. So I see. Yeah. So now all the people on top of everything are f- like on Twitter, the people that flip out or, and, and think the proud boys are a fucking threat to anything or or whatever or just comedy in general that's like a, a 10% of all all the people make 90% of the tweets so that's a very thin group of people that are in a very high status in fact all cancel culture you have to be from a certain high status to even be interested in that they actually fucking did studies of it it's people overwhelmingly from a higher social uh, background who see it as a way to advance themselves yeah, like, okay, my social status is a two and you're a five. So if I could lower you to a two, I could be a three. That's how the, the principle, uh, like I've already seen it firsthand. I, it was bizarre when I watch like p- comics I never heard of that like were like in like, and it, they all seem like they want it. They were going to eat, eat my heart and like gain my powers. Like they seem like cannibals and they, and they seem to have in their head, we're going to redistribute. That's the commie part is the re- we're going to redistribute your reputation. Yeah. Ellen. Now we're not going to get ever the socialism that I'd like, like I said, healthcare, that's not going to be done because that's going to cost somebody money, but all these idiots that think that shit's important. Go, go ahead, run wild. As long as it protects us from ever having to like not make all the money in the world all the time. And, and they're dumb. So it's costing them money. Like all these, all these things are going to fail that, that adopt that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're actually like running. We're actually a little bit over our time. So that's week of wrap. Sure. Yeah, no worries. No, it was fun. Well, yeah. The point of the point of this is, uh, have you heard about Jehovah witnesses and the promise that Jehovah gives to us in these times of the end? Because <laughs> now's the time to look into it. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Thanks so much. All right. Well, if you want, why don't you, if you want, you could plug something or like give like a final point or, and, uh, 
and yeah, then we could just wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so uh, uh, I do sketches with uh, Kyle Dunnigan on his Instagram, and uh, Kyle Dunnigan is the channel on uh, YouTube. And uh, we got a pod- a fake podcast called Pussies we've been doing, which is on you. It was his thing before I got there, but I, I love doing it. We're two very sensitive uh, male podcast hosts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we gave a very feminist review of Star Wars. And uh, that's like the most popular one. But uh, yeah, check that out on uh, YouTube. And uh, my podcast is called Can't Get Right on Gas Digital. And then uh, iTunes and everything else that comes out for free after like a, you know, Saturday, I guess. Cool. All right. And, uh, you could, uh, feel free to subscribe, follow us, give us a five-star review at, but why though, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're getting your podcast from, you can follow me at Gosh Carter, G O S H C A R T E R on Instagram (laughs) at Twitter. Um, or you can follow our podcast at BWT podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me at Miss Niancy, M S N A Y A N C I. Yep, and that's it. And feel free if you want to talk to us about any of the talking points you heard, hit hit us up at hashtag but why though pod. All right, guys, thanks so much. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, Nancy.